Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take the first 15 minutes. Hopefully I can do it less in the first 15 minutes, less than that. But I am going to take the first 15 minutes and I'm going to just give you the stuff from this chapter that you should have caught just in case you did not catch it because I want to go as wide as possible with this, okay? As wide as possible. So let's start off with where we stayed at all day last week. Lack of decision, which is procrastination, is at the top of the list for the reasons of failure. Everybody got that, yes? You are. Now what I'll do is I'll, I will attempt to post this in chat as well. Uh, so you can have it in the chat. And that way I can move a tad bit faster. Procrastination is the opposite of decision. Okay, yeah, I need, you, you don't catch nothing else. <laughs> you don't catch nothing else. Procrastination is the opposite of decision. Okay, I want to, I'm going to spend 15 minutes because I, I want to, what I, what's, the layout is going to work like this for all of you people who have knowledge and, and, and all the great stuff. I'm going to just put out some highlights you should have caught, and then I'm going to have you throw questions at me, and I'm going to talk conceptually about decision so you all can be greater for it. People who succeed invariably excuse me, people who succeed invariable comes to decisions promptly and change these decisions slowly. And when they are changed, and when they are changed at all, so I'll break that down because I read that all wrong. People, good to see you, Carol. People who come to decisions, people who are winners, y'all got that? They make decisions quickly change them slowly if they ever change them at all. People who are losers take all day to make decisions. And when they do make them, they change them. If they ever keep them at all. Like I, just process that, please. That, so how do you know if you're a winner or a loser? Just monitor the harvest of your decisions. Monitor how you make decisions. When armed with 100% of the information, do you say, yep, let's go? Or do you go, well, how many well people do I have out there? Come on, don't lie. All right, got some hands up in front of me, all right? Okay, you get it? All of that is poverty, all of it. And if you, and, and now Les Brown is a lot nicer than I am, okay? Les Brown says there are winners and there are losers, and there are people who have not yet figured out how to win. That's so nice, isn't it? You're a winner or you're a loser, period. That's, that's me being young and direct, but it's the truth. You know why I can say it this way? Because all of you are geniuses, and we're all connected. And if you hate yourself so much to live a life unworthy of you, it makes you a loser automatically. The essence of you is winning, but the decisions of you is losers. What's Jerry's last name? Because right now his quote comes here, right here. Jared Wilkins, a great philosopher you can find on Facebook says, you're born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your decisions. Ooh! 
every time I quote, it was crazy. Oh my God, did y'all hear that? You're born looking like your parents, but when you but you die looking like your decisions. Ooh. And this is why I boldly tell all of you, if you're living a life unworthy of you, you're a freaking loser. Sorry, but it is what it is. Now, are you a loser? No. But has the harvest of your decisions made your life a loser? Yes. Everybody got me? Okay, monitor when I'm breaking up just in case, but I seem to be pretty good right now. All right, let's go to the next ones. I just want you to catch these things because I want, I want to go as wide as possible. Unsuccessful people come to decisions very slowly and change these decisions as quickly as often. <laughs> There's a person in, he, in on the class tonight that's like, hey, 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 person, let's do this. Oh, okay. Came back. It was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to change it. Are oh, you going to change it? I'm bringing up. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna change it. Oh, you gonna change it? Talking about G. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna do it. You do it. Hey, I'm gonna do it. Hey, 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 I'm gonna do. Hey, you know what? I had a, I had a thought. Hey, you know what? The Lord came to me and. Okay, you know what? <laughs> let's let's pause real quick. Okay. And let's make a decision. Ladies and gentlemen, please hear the next thing I am going to say. Everything good in your life happens after a decision. Everything good in your life happens after making a decision. That's <laughs> all right, right? That's it. Well, hold on, look, hold on. Unmute your mic. Go ahead and say that there. I am in agreement with Antonio because after I not when I retired, but when I made the decision to retire, everything was good. I don't care what happened. I don't care what happened after the decision to retire in June of or July of 2017. It was it. After I made the decision to retire, it was it was a wrap. Anybody tell me? My principal actually called me this year and said, "Hey, you want to come back?" No, I'm all right. I could be struggling and I'm not going back. <laughs> it's just I made a decision and it's, it's been great ever since. And that is why she would be insanely successful. Why? Because successful people make decisions quickly and they change them slowly if they ever change them at all. Did you hear what she said? Winning has a pathology. Anybody familiar with pathology? You familiar? That's that's a pathos. It's a mindset. Okay. In fact, let me let me dumb it down a little bit. Winning has a language. Everybody, okay, cool with that. Losing also has a language. And all I have to do is let you talk, and I will find out if you're a winner or a loser. You see, back in the day, it was a bit harder. I'm sorry. Back in the day, it was a bit easier. Back in the day, if you were a knight, you dressed like one. If you were nobility, you dressed like one. If you were a peasant, you dressed like one. All I had to do was look out and say, there's a peasant. Now it's different. Now you can have a PhD medical doctor full of tattoos. It's the truth. And be the greatest doctor 
in the world. But you know what they do when they want to give you money? They say, Chantel, write an essay. Uh-oh. Have you ever filled out a scholarship? Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't think they say, hey, just apply, we give you this money. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what they do is they say, okay, you want a scholarship? No problem, Carol. Why don't you write for me 2,000 words on this subject? Why? Because winning has a path of language and so does losing. And the only way to tell someone today is what comes out of their mouth. This is why I don't hang with everybody. I think I ignored maybe 30 phone calls today. I have, this is, this is going to sound very bad. I've had a recent death in the family. The funeral is Saturday coming up. And it was the death of someone close. And I have a lot of losers calling me. And they're all in my family. Who can relate? Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you. But you, you do know that, now, am I calling my family losers? Yes, but I, I'm not trying to, but I am. They're our family. They never changed. They're not trying to change. And they're calling me. And you know what they're saying? I have no idea because it's in my voicemail. Just, I'm not going to check. I already know the funeral arrangements. I already know you want me to read the Old Testament scripture. It's all I need to know. I don't need to know nothing else. I don't need to know nothing else. Why? Is it, is it because I'm arrogant? No, it's because I understand fundamentally that I can become a four-time a multimillionaire. Oh, okay. I'm breaking up. Okay, I'm back. Okay, I understand fundamentally that I can become a four-time best-selling author, a multimillionaire, have people across the globe tune in and listen to me talk for two hours. And they still gonna keep me 14 year old angry Tony. Those were facts. That was not a hypothetical example. Welcome to my dysfunctional family. Don't judge me, yours just as functional as mine. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. When my I live thirty minutes away, do you think I ever get calls from them or tell me when things happen or anything unless I call them? Exactly. You know what? It's your fault, Jack, because that's what they're gonna say, right? You're supposed to, ladies and gentlemen. It's always gonna happen with us. You know why? Because as entrepreneurs, we're the weird people. We're the. I wrote an article. I'm not sure if it's going to be accepted, but Tempest had me. Tempest has me write articles for big people. Do we remember who I wrote the article for, Tempest? We don't know yet. <clears throat> don't know who the article's for. It could be for Fox or somebody. It doesn't know. And they were asking this: Can entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial, no, can entrepreneurs be born or made? I'm on the minority of this. I said entrepreneurs cannot be made; they're born. And that's, I'm. This is not the popular answer. But I said entrepreneurs need two things. They need to take a massive amount of pain. Entrepreneurs need to know how to take more pain than anybody else. Because we're going to fail. 
we're going to lose. And the people who said they'll always be here for us is going to leave us in two months. Can I get some entrepreneurs out there that know what I'm talking about? We have to take a massive amount of pain. And then entrepreneurs must look at something that works well and say, that thing's broken. Our worldview has to be different. We have to look at a perfectly functioning computer and say, I could do better. Do you know how weird that is? To look at something that works completely well and go, nah, it's broken. Let me fix it. So by default, we've been doing this as kids. And they go, see, the dog on James always been different. Yeah, that was born this way. That Jack always reading in the corner. Doesn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, he was learning. He understood that your conversations were not making him rich or successful. So he went to some prosperous conversations and books. Okay. <clears throat> All right, let's see if we can let's see if we can pull out a few more because I really want to get to the big stuff or big conceptual stuff. The majority of people, uh oh, the majority of people who fail to make the grade are generally easily influenced by the opinions of others. Let me talk to my people pleasers for a second. People pleasers, are you out there? Yeah, I, I, I ain't got three, just three people pleasers. Come on now, you understand. And as soon as someone says, how many of you, just in fact, don't even answer this out loud, just answer it to yourself, okay? How many of you be like, no, I don't like that. And then someone says, no, I like that. And you go, you know what, maybe I do like it. No, no. <laughs> Stop. Stop. No, don't do that. Don't, don't be easily swayed by the opinions of others. Don't do that. They're easily swayed and it permits the newspaper and their gossiping neighbors to do their thinking for them. Let me tell all of you something. If you... If let me just let me just get esoteric here for a second. Stop fighting over Democratic Democrat and Republican. That is the most idiotic thing to do on planet Earth. Okay? Now I don't care which side you're on. But you do know it's one government, right? I, I just need you to process that for a second. It's blue control or red control, but do you want to be controlled? I mean, this, this is where we at. I just need you to think about that for a second. But when you're not a winner, when you don't have that winning language, you let the media tell you to hate liberals or to hate, con hate conservatives. Think about that for a second. Liberal does not exist. There's no such thing. There's not a, if I take away liberal, that's blue, okay? That's, that's the Democrat. If I move a Democrat from their position. It's not going to be a blue silhouette there. That's, that's a fake thing. But we let the media tell us, hey, be upset with them. Hey, be upset with this. How can you be upset with people because they disagree with you on the political forefront? And we all connected. One more thing I'll say about this, and, and I'm, I'm just going to post, I'm just going to post the other stuff oh, so much. Uh
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So much. You know what? I'm going to find a way to put them all in. It's just so much. It's so much. I'm, I'm going to get ready to shift gears to the conceptual stuff. Everybody get ready to ask me questions, but it has to be in decision. It has to be in winning. And it has to be in why you are not winning, okay? <clears throat> All right, now here we go. Last thing I'll say about this. When you allow yourself to be swayed by the media, you allow yourself to be stuck in your poverty, your poverty condition. The media, or and by the media, let's just let's just lump media real quick. Your mom, your dad, what they, you do know some of y'all are only Christian because you were born into a Christian family, right? <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying. Some some of you are only Muslim because you were born to a Muslim family. Like you didn't, you get it? You didn't just go. You know what? I think I'm going to believe this God died on a cross. I'm going to do that. I'm just going to do that. No, someone said, hey, go ahead and think this way. Just account. Okay, that's not wrong. Just account for the fact that you were told to think away. 
before you decided for yourself, I agree with this. The same thing. Some of y'all. Well, you got to preach in this uh, classroom today. Some of you are only Democrats because, right? It's just the way it is. It's, you know, she voted this way, he voted this way. Republican, too. Don't. You're only this way. And so here's why in this little segment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Timberson came in here and told me, move on. But honestly, 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 you're not thinking for yourself. Why? Because you're too afraid to make a decision to do so. Because you know what the hardest thing to do in the world? You know what real strength is? Most people say real strength is not using it. That's true. That's true. I won't take that. Real strength is thinking for yourself when the damn, excuse me, when the darn crowd Okay. Wants you to think like them. Yeah. Winning, being strong is when you think for yourself, when the crowd wants you to think like them. So watch this here. We're shifting now. I'm getting ready. Give me two minutes. I'm getting ready to open it up so you throw some questions at me. Let me tell you about tribalism. The tribe said, hey, as long as, Chantel, you think like us, we'll be blessed by the gods. Let's just think like us. Oh my God, Chantel broke her fingernail. The crop didn't come in. The buffalo is running amok. We didn't, we lost this war. Who among you isn't thinking like us? Because the only reason we're not getting blessed by the gods is because someone in the tribe is going against the tribe. And then here's what happens. The only logical result is to kill this traitor or kick him out. In order to be blessed by the gods again, we have to kill who is not behaving like us or kick them out. Take that out of the ancient world, put it into the 21st century. Right now, your family. I wish I had somebody. Right now, your family. As long as you're thinking like the family, you're okay. But the moment you start thinking for yourself, they got to kill you or kick you out. How do they kill you? There's a few different ways. They make you, how many of you been killed with guilt? Right? <laughs> how do you know they'll kill you with guilt? They'll guilt you. You know you should be, you, you know. In fact, let me, let me hit y'all where it hurt. You know you're not supposed to get divorced. I said, let me hit you where it hurt. I said, now this boy that beat upside your head and spent all your money, you shouldn't have been with him in the first place. But you know what, Carol? We got to keep up appearances. Let me let me talk to my black folk real quick. Let me talk to my let, 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 let me talk to my black folk real quick because this is a this is cultural right now. I'm to talk about our cultural stuff. 
Because see, black folk never own nothing. So the one thing we were taught is to make sure we always look good. Come on, tell me if I'm lying. The only thing we were ever taught was, don't you let them see you sweat. You have on some clean drawers in case the ambulance come. <laughs> right? Come on. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. And what we do is we look good. This is why sexual harassment, sexual predators, sexual assault is so strong in the African-American community. Because we'll stay in this house. What happened in this house, stay in this house. This is why, this is why we are the way we are And this. Because that's tribal thinking. How dare you be sexually assaulted? How dare you be sexually assaulted and then think you're going to embarrass this family? Come on, who can relate? Come on, you understand. This is, this. I promise you I'm in decisions. I promise you, you'll see. Okay, and here's what happens. You make a decision. <laughs> yes. You make a decision to conform and there will never be overflow in conformity. Let's open it up. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. You got a bunch of quotes. They out there. I'm going I'm to weave in the rest of the book. Ask me or say whatever you want. I'll facilitate the conversation, but you have to be in something that hurts you you or something you've learned from and some sort of decision and try to keep your long stories a tad bit short let's go who's first all right james going first okay unmute yourself mic check there you go. Okay. So on the last note that you had, um, <clears throat> no overflowing conformity. I feel like one of my weaknesses. Um, all right. So growing up, I definitely go against the grain, like in the rebellious to the crowd mentality. But lately I've been conforming to this, to all the pressure of the, the outside. That's not my decision making. How, how can, what, what can you tell me to, to, solve that issue as far as like understanding the no overflow in conformity. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to stop lying about your harvest. Some of this stuff is very simple. If you account for the actual harvest you have and stop making pretty words for it, then you won't have these problems. Human beings move towards pleasure or from pain. Unless your reward system is messed up and you've been awarded for pain, then you'll do the exact opposite because pain for you is actually pleasure. You find this with, you find this with victims all the time. <clears throat> victims, especially sexually abused victims or physically abused victims, they've been rewarded for being quiet being passive dad coming to the house drunk beat up to everybody in the family so now this boy has what some would call soft ways or feminine ways it's, it's not that he's wrong he's been rewarded because the only person that was allowed to be a man in the house was the drunk dad so he's been rewarded for being weak and docile 
Now he gets with this woman. But the woman wants a provider, but he can't provide because he's been rewarded his whole life for being weak. <clears throat> Get it? So we're always moving towards pleasure or from pain unless our reward system has been jacked up. Okay. Now, the way you solve his problem, his, the, the way you solve the, or bring out the solution to his question is look at your harvest, man. If your harvest is not serving you, stop lying as if it is serving you. It is that simple. Yeah, stop thinking that your negative harvest is going to serve you. But this is what we do. You know what we do? Oh, you know what? It'll work out soon. It won't work out soon. Planting poison is never going to work out soon for you. You know what else you do? Let me pray about it. You know what? When you put a seed into the ground, you can't pray away that harvest. Plant poison, no matter how much you pray, you can hoop and holler. That poison is still going to be poison when it come out the ground. <clears throat> Remember that. Don't lie about your harvest. Got it? Don't lie. Be real with your harvest. Stop making up pretty words about your harvest. If you account for your harvest, you can control the seeds. If all of you just come to the realization that whatever... Who, who right now is transparent enough to say, I got some things in my life I don't like? <clears throat> okay, a few people. I want you to know that those are your seeds, no one else's. Until you come up, until you stop blaming me for stuff you don't like in your life, then you won't have the awareness to plant a seed you do like in your life. Did I make that plain? If you have something in your life that you're complaining about, you're the only one that planted those seeds. I ain't plant that seed. Okay, I'm glad you said that. If you have something in your life and you did not plant those seeds, it's because you let some fool get in your garden and plant their nasty stuff and now you got to pay for it. This is why your mama told you don't you hang out with that boy. <laughs> I mean, you had grandmother say, I, don't, I, I just don't like him. I ain't like his family. His mama was crazy. That, that might just be my grandmother. <laughs> okay, she was too. Okay. <laughs> you know, we come from where we know everybody. We say, who your people is? That's, that's how you know it's, okay, <laughs> they say I broke up. We come from a city in which you say, who your people is? Who's your people? Because we know for sure. That if, if I know your people, I know you. All right. <clears throat> okay. All right. Let's keep going. Next question. Someone give me a question. Okay. Go ahead, Chantel. All right. I need you to like level with me here. Okay. I'm going to punch you in the face. I got you. I'm ready. Now I'm just joking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Come to me. Come to me with this because I'm, as I'm here, as I'm listening to you, I'm hearing. You know, winning, losing, poverty, riches. And when I think about myself being the spontaneous person that I am, I'm a huge action taker. I'm like, I'm in or I'm not. Like, that's truly who I am in the core. Um, 
So I'm receiving that as you're saying it. So now to bring it to decisions, there's something I'm missing. I'm missing something. I'm missing something deeper. Yep. Because I'm not catching it. I'm I'm you know, I'm like feeling you, but I'm not catching something. Every there's two different ways to say it. You'll hear people like me say everything starts with a seed. Y'all ever heard that before? You ever heard everything starts with a seed? You ever heard that before, Chantel? Yes. There's a way Napoleon Hill was saying, everything starts with a decision. Okay. That's what you're missing. You're missing that you don't have a life outside of your decisions. Everything you live at this moment was because you did master this chapter or you did not. That's it. Every single thing happening in your life is because you mastered principle number seven or you did not master principle number seven. That's what you're missing. Okay? And you were missing because I hadn't brought it out yet. So you wasn't missing nothing. Every single thing how many of you i'm going to show you how hard this is you know why you know why making yourself responsible for your own life is so hard for people because they have to blame other people because it can't be that easy because if it was that easy i'd already have it so we can't handle that we can't handle that winning is so easy. Now, staying on a winning path is a bit difficult, but we can't handle that it's not hard because we've convinced ourselves it's so hard that only certain people get it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've done. Mm. Would y'all like to hear some transparency? Some, I'm gonna talk about me, but some of y'all not gonna like it. About me though, okay. Some of y'all not gonna lie, but I'm only talking about me. I used to use God as a reason not to take responsibility for my life. Ooh. It's not meant for me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not my season. It's not my season. <laughs> it's not meant for me. Well, you know what? It must not be in God's will. Now, here I am with these sorry habits, blaming God's will. I'm blaming God's will on my harvest with these sorry habits. Come on. Come on. Only thing I'm consistently doing is lying to myself. And I would run the church. (laughs) I would run the church waiting to hear a word that I was not going to follow through with. <laughs> Waiting to hear a word, I was not going to follow through with it. By Tuesday, I was going to quit on that word. I can assure you that. I was going to quit on that whole word. <clears throat> that whole word was done. I, I constantly used God 
so I can blame him for why I didn't have what I wanted. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm talking about me, right? I said, I said that. I said, I'm going to be transparent. And the only thing I'm going to do is talk about me, but some of y'all ain't going to like it. I ain't bothering nobody. I'm not even going to ask you who can relate. I'm just telling you that I was a professional. No, 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 not professional. I was a devout responsibility dodger. Oh, I dodged all my responsibility devoutly. I sure did. And one day I had to realize I was only using God as an excuse not to be great and Jesus as an excuse not to go to hell. I wasn't nice. I wasn't nice. Jesus was a fire insurance policy. I was just trying to, I'm just being real. At least, I, at least I got the courage to say it. I wasn't trying to do right. I was trying not to burn. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I'd be, ooh, all right. All right, hallelujah. I don't know what they talking about. Who I get cussed out today? Yeah, as soon as I left. I'm dead serious because I never made a decision to take responsibility for my life. Jack, hold up that Lisa Nichols book for me again. Because she's all about decision in that book. Look at this book, y'all. You look at Jack's screen. Lisa Nichols, Abundance Now. That book going to punch you in the chin. If you just, I, I dare you, I dare you, I dare you to go read that book. She, she, she says wrong. She's wrong. She comes to disrupt your soul in her own words. She's wrong. <clears throat> I'm telling you. Everything starts with a decision. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Who's next? Who's next with a question? Everything starts with a decision. Whatever you are living right now, you decided to live that way. Whether you want to admit that or not. And before I just said it, Earl Nightingale said it in the strangest secret man has whatever he wants whether he was willing to admit it or not that's right that's an appropriate reaction who's next world just got lonely <laughs> yana you look like you got a question you ready you no oh she said no don't put me on the cross i don't want to get on there okay okay well let me Oh, you got you got one? Okay, go go ahead, go ahead. And I'll I'll weave some of the book in. So can you hear me? Okay. So the whole um we have everything that we want, whether we know it or whether we admit it or not. But what about for someone like me? I have I see it like this. I have everything I want and I also have every, uh, some things that I don't want. That's right. And it's also uh, the the knowing, the difference of knowing how I have everything. How the knowing of, of the things that I want and the things I don't want. It's like I have them, but what like the awareness to choose the the things that I have and didn't want to have. I got you. All right, here we go. All of what you said was inaccurate. I'm sorry. Sorry. You have what you want. I already muted you. And you have what you don't want, which is really what you do want. 
me. I need everybody. No one's going to explain this better than, than Abraham Hicks. No one is going to explain this better than Abraham Hicks. She calls it the law of deliberate creation. <clears throat> For, first off, it's law of creation. Thoughts plus emotions equals I'm not Okay, so uh, am I there? Can you hear me now? Yes. Father. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Thoughts plus emotions equals creation. So James, with your transparency, I'll hit you with gentle kindness. The things you don't want, you're emotional about. So you've created them. Ooh, did y'all see that? The things that he does not want, he's emotional about. And the greatest form of energy is thought. And once you mix thought with the first language, emotions, you get creation. And for all of you, that have James' problem, I don't want, it's because you're emotional about the thought you're thinking and by scientific default, E equals MC squared. Energy equals mass times the speed of light. <clears throat> it squared. Energy is, matter is just energy over energy over energy collected over time and it becomes something solid. You ever seen, who's ever seen a scary movie before? Okay, you saw a scary movie before, and you were like, you walked out, you went, watched uh, The Conjuring, which I just don't suggest anybody watch that movie. That is a real movie for real. <laughs> you see The Conjuring? It is ridiculous. Do not go watch that movie for real, okay? And then you get home, and nothing happens. Why? Because you had all those thoughts and you was emotional about it. When you walked out the movie, you said, you know, this isn't real. It was just a movie. So you didn't manifest that. Because you didn't have the element. You didn't have the math equation there. It's quotients, right? It's, is it, I know it's, it's a sum, but isn't each part called the quotient? What is it called? <clears throat> it's called something. Well, you know, one plus one, those are called something. I can't remember what it's called. Not term, just something. Anyway, so you have thought and you didn't have the emotion, so you couldn't have the creation. But how many of you watched a scary movie about some poltergeist and you went to sleep in them clothes in your closet? Look like look like something. <laughs> look like something for real, like some figure with a hat on. That first final destination. <laughs> How many you see Fight Destination 2 and you refuse to drive behind the 18 wheeler with the logs on? Like, I won't be doing that. <laughs> okay, right? All this makes sense, but once you put the proper emotion behind a thought, it automatically becomes a creation. I'm going to say this now in a farming way. Once you put a seed into the ground, you automatically schedule a harvest. Out and Einstein's theory. Ah, crap. 
I'm going to say it now in Einstein's theory of relativity. Once you have energy collected over time, it becomes matter. Everyone's saying the same thing. All of you have what you've created. Chantel, back to the moral of the story, it's all from decision. When you put emotion behind a decision, it becomes a reality. This is why at the beginning of the book, Napoleon Hill told you have a burning desire and a definiteness of purpose. Everybody, have you seen it now? Go ahead, Chantel. Mm, that hit something. Tell me this. I, let me ask this. I, this is me, that I could talk about experience. I have the tendency to make the decision to explain why mm-hmm. I make <laughs> it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I, had, I, 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 ex- I make the decision why, why, <laughs> why am I making the decision to explain why I do things different than what other people do? Lord have mercy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What I would ask you is is that working out for you, Chantel? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to see you win. I don't know. I don't know. I I, know. I don't know. It's not. It can't be working out for you because you don't like your harvest. It can't be working out for you. No. Ladies and gentlemen, look at your harvest and ask yourself. You know what? Maybe I'm being presumptuous. Maybe I don't. Maybe, maybe harvest isn't striking with everyone. Maybe we don't know what harvest is. Look at what's manifesting in your life. <clears throat> Do you like it? If the answer is no, you don't like what you plant, <laughs> and you hate yourself so much. You pick up what you don't like and be like, "This is what you're gonna get, boy." Don't make no sense. Some of you are going, well, no, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate my life, but I don't love it. Okay, you have a, you have an even worse problem. You're so passive with yourself. You plant both poison and prosperity, and you say, life. As for me and my life, I want both. No, stop, Antonio, <laughs> stop. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for the throat today. <laughs> I'm coming for it. Hey, you, you just mix your harvest up. You just mix it. You say, you know what? I want a good relationship. But, you know, forget that. I want to be single too. And what do you do? Yeah, what? But? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw them together. Now you got turmoil. I'm just, I'm, no. let me move on before I get shot. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> let me add something. Let me add, let me weave in some of the book real quick, more of the book. In countless instances, countless, how many does countless mean? Without count. So much, there's no number that can capture this. <clears throat> Persistence has stood as the difference between success and failure. Did, did y'all, did you catch it? Because me, I wish I had a B tell me this when I was you. The one thing you can do to change your life 
is to be faithful of what you planted. Mm, got the okay. Countless times, the difference between success and failure is staying in the fight. How many of you are not where you deserve to be because you quit on you? Okay, James says he'll admit that one. Who else? Come on. Come on, I know it. I help some of you right now that every time it gets rough, you go run back to security. Maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it's the Wait, what's how it say? You, it's how you make a positive decision to tell yourself that you can do it, that you are gonna do that, you're gonna be a positive. Like I had court today for housing. I kept on saying I'm going to make an agreement with them. I'm going to do that. And even though other people say, well, they don't have to. I said, you don't, have, you don't have to raise your voice. You don't have to get upset with them because they, they may not understand you. It's just like Jack, Jack Canfield says, I can say you're a, a butthole. Then you can respond to, how dare you? Or you can say, well, he doesn't understand me. So you just go with the positive. And today I got a, a great agreement and I can handle it. And I'm still in my place. Good job, Jack. <clears throat> Let's clap for Jack. <clears throat> Good job. Good job. You are a man still learning, which Napoleon Hill would tell you. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Good job. He brings up something, so I won't go back. I'll just keep staying where we are. Persistence is another principle, right? But when you make a decision, when you stick by that decision, you automatically become successful. But how many of you actually stick by your decisions? Now, you're going to say, well, I mean, when, but I'm going to look at your harvest and I'm going to tell you what you really say. You lie, your harvest does not. <clears throat> I tell people all the time, whenever I see someone not allowing things to happen in their life, I always say, Check your harvest. I always say it. <clears throat> Whenever I see someone, it doesn't matter. And nobody's exempt. I do it to my own grandmother. God rest her soul. Nobody's exempt. And the reason I say check your harvest because it's me trying to bring you back, not to reality, but to yourself. I'm trying to bring you back to your imagination because this outer world is only a reflection of your inner world. And all of y'all are running out here thinking that this is the real world. This is not the real world. None of this, none of this is real. 
what's real is this world, the world in your head. And it responds, this outer world responds to what's in here and every decision you've ever made. Some of you right now have terminal relationship because you made a decision. Well, how do I fix it? Make a doggone decision to fix it. That was simple, wasn't it? Yeah, because everything starts with a decision. If you don't like the relationship you're in, make a decision to fix that one or make a decision to leave. <clears throat> but don't have someone too dirty to sleep with but not dirty enough to leave. <clears throat> That's not even original for me. I heard a doctor, Dr. J, Frederick Douglass or something, whatever his name is. Frederick Jacobs. <clears throat> yeah, say that. Not Frederick Douglass. Okay. <laughs> now I got a joke right there. Oh, he's a good person. Frederick Douglass is a good person. He's a good person. <laughs> who, who knows what I'm talking about? Who knows what I'm talking about? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> No, that that just that actually just happened this year. That happened during February. <laughs> somebody thought somebody was speaking to Freddie Dudley like he was still alive. But anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter who. It was just a funny joke. It was just a funny joke. No, it does not. No, it doesn't. Doesn't matter who. Doesn't matter who. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Do you process that countless times? The difference between winning and losing is persistence. I am going to win. I've already won. And I'm going to keep winning. Why? Because when I make a decision, I stick by it. But I'm not moving. I'm just not. I'm not. I will die before I go get a job. And let me tell you something. I don't mean die metaphorically. I mean, I have so much emotion behind what I just said. I know for sure. If I ever get a time card, I'm going to die that day because I've already manifested it. Thoughts plus emotion equals creation. I am going to die if I say it's too hard. Let me go let someone else take responsibility for my children's legacy. Because you know that's what you're saying, right? Not that there's anything wrong with jobs. If you love what you do and have made it a career, you were supposed to have a job. See, I'm, I'm like I don't talk to complainers. I mean, excuse me, I don't talk to people not complaining. I'm like, I'm like Gary Vee. I don't talk to people who are not complaining. If you're not complaining, I ain't got a problem. You live your life. Yeah. Good for you. You're doing a great job. I know people that make $30,000 a year, drive a fully loaded Honda Civic. That is far more happier than most of my friends. And stay in overflow. They own 55 vacations. They got 1.5 kids. <clears throat> you know, that's like the American number. I don't know where we get this 1.5 from. I don't, I don't know where this comes from. You know, you know they got the dog. A midget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, it's not a picket fence, but they got a fence. You know, they, they pay their mortgage. They got an 800 credit score. They're doing just fine. Anything that they want, their resources can handle. Because they're not complaining. Oh, too complex. A complaint is 
a decision powered by poison. Every time you complain, you forfeit a dream. Write that down. <clears throat> Every time you complain, you forfeit a dream. Every time. Every single time. Now, where is Bryant? Is he there? Yeah. <clears throat> I miss here. Okay. I like to show you all how everyone is saying the same thing. We're just saying it different ways. I want to read to you Napoleon Hill one more time, and I want to show you the Bible verse that matches it. Okay? In countless instances, persistence has stood as a difference between success and failure. All things are possible if you believe. Now you got me? That's just, this is what it is. Everybody's saying the same thing. Your, your, your friend Jesus came out here spitting thing grow rich. Before Napoleon here wrote, right? Yeah, he, he, yeah. Come on. This is, this is real. All right, let's keep going. <clears throat> Lack of, okay, this is going to be, let me just do it. Lack of persistence is a weakness common to the majority of men. These are not my words. They don't slash my tires. Lack of persistence is a weakness common to the majority of men. How many men? Majority. And of course here, men is man and woman. It is a weakness which will be overcome by effort. Mm, mm, mm. Effort. Yes. If you are to accomplish the desire you set for yourself, you must form the habit of persistence. If I had to say that another way, almost everybody you know is weak. And if you don't want the life they're complaining about, Put some effort and do what they're not doing. Every day I show up to me. Every day. You'll never meet me. <clears throat> Two things I can say to you that are guaranteed, because I'm not guaranteed to pay taxes. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. I have a problem with that. Okay. <clears throat> Two things that I can guarantee you about me. You'll never see me not operating in my gifts. Which means every day you see me, you're going to meet me on the happiest day of my life because I'm only doing what makes me happy. <clears throat> Number two, you will never, ever, ever see me at the same level you saw me yesterday. Oh, <laughs> you will never, ever see me at the same level you saw me yesterday. Never. I read too much for that. I talk to mentors too much for that. 
I'm silly enough to get feedback from my subordinates to get better for that. My whole team can say whatever they want to say to me, no matter how much it hurts. You know why? Because I like getting better, not getting arrogant. I don't like being the same. And I certainly don't like being like everybody else. Ill. The thought of you not being able to point me out in a crowd. Oh. Oh my God. That is disgusting. That just don't make no sense. It just don't. I just I can't. If you don't feel the way I feel, that's okay. But I will tell you this: I'm not changing me. The only thing I'm gonna change about me is being better than the me that I saw me as ten minutes ago. Sit. I tell people all the time, I can't tell you how many times me and Tempest <clears throat> didn't have the words. I said, look, you getting everything I got. I ain't got nothing else. I'm giving you a thousand percent effort right now in this moment. You just gonna have to like, let it go, forgive me or something. Cause what you're asking don't exist yet. I tell her, what you're asking of me don't exist yet. I haven't evolved to it yet. You're going to have to meet me right here. Because I ain't got there yet. Tomorrow, after this conversation, I'll get there. I'm getting there as a result of this conversation. But right now, you're getting every bit of effort I got. That's why I'm not arguing. That's all I got. Now, when she see me after that conversation, do I get to say that same thing again? No. I just used it. <laughs> I don't get to do it no more. <laughs> I got to change now. This is what it is. Oh, well, you know what? But when if, when if you lose your power changing? First off, that's a bad form of Not powerless. That's a bad form of power. That's a bad form of power. And to not change leaves you powerless all day, every day. Let me weave one more in here and then we'll open back up. <clears throat> all right. How do I want to punch thee in the face? <clears throat> Chantel, you ready? Me and you, we the only ones in the room. <clears throat> it's long. Things will get dark. It will seem as there is no longer any reason to continue. Everything you, everything in you will tell you to give up, to quit trying, 
And it's right here that if you go that extra mile and keep going, that the skies will clear up and you'll begin to see the first signs of abundance that will be yours because you had the courage to persist. There was a book, Three Feet from Gold. That's it. That's it. And it's also in this book too. <laughs> yeah. Three feet for gold. Ladies and gentlemen, everything you ever want inside your life is on the other side of quitting. So on the other side of fear. I once told this story that Tempest hated me telling, so I'll tell it to you again because, you know, that's kind of like what I like to do. One time I'm on the phone with Tempest. She's 60 miles away. <laughs> and this is dog outside and, and Tempest I don't know if you've ever seen the, there's a movie called Italian Job it's got most stuff in it he always said I had bad spirits bad, bad spirits right <laughs> with dogs so you don't like dogs and no it's not an Italian job that's a different that's a different movie no no it's called Italian Job anywho there's dog outside the dog is outside her house by her car and she calls me kudos she calls me and she says well i can't go i said well how long you been suffering with this it's been about 30 minutes i say you just calling me i called you jay now here it is 30 minutes (laughs) 30 minutes she's paralyzed in her present for what a dog might do. So I say, Tempest is what we're going to do. We ain't doing nothing. It's just me. Tempest, I got it. 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 This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> you 60, by the way. We ain't gonna do. I said, grab your keys. Okay. You got the keyless entry? Yes, I got it. All right. Hit the, unlock the car right now. And what you're going to do is don't drive around to the, don't run around to the passenger side. Go, I mean, go right around to the driver's side, go straight to the passenger side. All right, come on, put everything on. It takes me 30 minutes to pump up. Let everything go. And then she, she I, I can only imagine, she swings open the door, locks it at the same time, and closes the screen door all at the same time. You know, down here in the South, we got screen doors because we got mosquitoes. Y'all don't understand, you know. So she, she, she closes the door, and then with three steps, runs 30 feet you know, to the car and somehow doesn't even open the door. She just transfuses herself between outside and inside and boom, she's there. And then she, <laughs> she loses it. Like, so she gets in there. You, you ever had one of those days somebody asks you, what's wrong? And that's it. That's all it took. <laughs> that's all it took. And then it's a boo and just came out. Okay. So she loses and she starts crying. And she expects me to say something else. And I said, good job. She said, it's not good. It's not good. I'm crying. I said, you could be crying on the other side of your fear. You crying were one of the biggest things you're afraid of. And you conquered it. Yeah, yeah, we clap for that. (laughs) Think about that for a second. Her reaction after it was just an 
her, her reaction afterwards was just an emotional response of all the adrenaline. But she did it. And of course, on the other side of that was me. Nah, I'm just joking. On the other side of that was some great deal we did that day, right? I don't know what it was. It doesn't matter. And we were broke then. Were we broke then, Tempest? Yeah, okay. She said we was broke then. Okay, we were broke. Now, I want you to think about this, ladies and gentlemen. How many of you are paralyzing your present because of what might happen to you? if you go out your comfort zone. Well, I don't know why they thought I was just telling that story just to be entertaining. I had a point. <laughs> she made a decision to leave safety, to go to prosperity. You will never find prosperity in your safety. It just doesn't live there. You know why you would never find prosperity in your safety? Because safety is on the road of poverty. And the only way to truly be safe is to be prosperous. The only way not to ever have to worry about money is to make so much money you ain't never got to worry about it. <clears throat> you can only do that by spending a lot of energy. The only way to have a good relationship is to be unsafe enough to forgive. I'm talking to somebody today. I feel it now. The only way that your relationship will be made whole is you have to be vulnerable enough to look stupid and forgive. Some of y'all think I'm talking about your boyfriend and your girlfriend. For some of you, I am. For some of you, you still got a problem with your mama. Okay. I got this. I saw the people hiding. Some of y'all still got a problem with your parents. You know, first off, your awareness is probably higher than theirs. They did the best they did with what they could. Now, here you is, got a problem with daddy, got a problem with mama, as if that's working out for you. Am I, am I talking? I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I'm putting my foot on it. <clears throat> here you are, mad, drinking water. Let me tell you what unforgiveness is like. Unforgiveness is drinking eight bottles of water back to back. So when you pee on yourself, you want me to feel it. Jack got it. <laughs> Look, you peeing on yourself is not going to make me feel it. You're going to mess up your underclothes. You better. Come on, man. I know that, I know that saying. Yeah. That, you, you're not going to. Listen. <laughs> Can you repeat what you just said started with the only way? The only way. The only way to forgive, the only way for you to have a whole relationship is for you to be vulnerable or unsafe, look stupid, and forgive. 
You know, that's why some of y'all are not forgiving your parents right now, right? Because you don't want to look stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Jay just looked at him and said, ooh, that would need help. Right? You, you, you don't want to look stupid, but that's safe. It's safe to look unstupid, ain't it? It's real safe. It's safe not to forgive him, not to forgive her because it's safe. It's safe. Because I'm scared. I'm because cause you may do it again. Mm. Now I'm really saying something. Because you may do it again. And we stay in that safety of what you might do. And you never your fears like Tempest did and stop being broke. You never conquer your fears like Tempest did and stop being broke. Go get something that's great for you. So one day, I remember, it's actually a video somewhere on YouTube. I have to go find it. But I remember doing a video at a class three or four years ago. I called it Fear Masquerading as Comfort. It was right after I watched Tempest conquer her fear. And I asked her, I said, Tempest, why, but why, why? I don't understand the process because I don't have, I'm fortunate enough not to have fears. It's something that just doesn't, you know, I'm born a different way. <clears throat> I am a, according to Phil and Susan, I'm a pioneer. And you know, they make me take, take a test. I'm a pioneer. I'm just a real factor in nature. And so I asked Tempest, I can't, I can't relate. I'm breaking up. Okay, I'm a risk taker by nature. So I can't relate. I can't relate because I just would have walked outside with my gun. You know, I'm in Texas and I just shot the dog in the head if it came at me. Well, this is Texas, okay? This is Texas. This is Texas. I'm just, for all of you ain't don't understand Texas, this is the attitude of Texas, okay? <clears throat> You're very welcome, Ashley. She said, thank you. I need that. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. I asked, I said, Tempest, I don't, I don't understand. And she broke it down to me. She said the wisest thing to me. I said, why would you stay in the house? Why do you always stay in your comfort zone? And she said, no. She said, because I know what to expect in my comfort zone. Yo, that floored me. It floored me. I never heard such wisdom concerning comfort zones before. She explained how my comfort zone, I know it don't serve me. I know I don't like it here, but I know how to handle things I don't like. Oop. I know how to handle that. I have a formula for handling things I don't like. Let me stop right here. Who can relate to what Tempest was saying? Right? Like, I know how to handle that. I have a blueprint. I've been doing that my whole life. Yeah, I got a blueprint for that. I don't know what to do when I go outside of this. I got no blueprint for that. And that is us 
not making decisions to be great. Let's pause right there. Let's open it up. This time you ain't got to ask me a question. You can if you want. This time, tell me what you, actually, let me say it this way. Tell me what the universe, that energy you got in you, whatever it is, no rules, tell me what's burning on your heart to say. We're listening. We got Grace. Go ahead, Grace. Since this keeps coming up, maybe if I'm vulnerable and stop de-risking myself and stop trying not to look stupid, I can get what it is that I truly and actually want. Come here, honey. But but seriously, um, that that is the major thing for me, man. I ain't trying to look stupid. What? No. No. If, if I look stupid, people think I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want you thinking that. But in, in all seriousness, for real, yeah, just, you, you just Tempest said it the other, the other day in her show. Hey, I'd be perfect. Just go do it. And if you just go do it and make the decision, hey, I'm just going to do this, looking stupid ain't going to be a factor. Because you said, I'm going to just go do this. I've decided. I've killed, you know, the whole, you know, side thing. I've killed all other. Explain the sides to them. Side, there, we have a few words, a few words with the uh, ending inside. Suicide, homicide, genocide. All those things mean somebody died. Somebody or something died. So to decide means I'm killing all other thought and I am going to make this decision to do whatever this thing is that I said I was going to do and stick with it. My phone got stuck in my grandmother's couch and it beat me. It won that night because I was, I was feeling terrible. I was sick. But the next morning, I said, no, nah, I got to get this phone out. I don't care what I got to do. I got to get this phone out. I'm going to do everything except tear up grandma's couch because we don't do that. But I made a decision to get this phone out as simple as this sounds and as crazy as it sounds. But my arm is still sore today because it was stuck in a place that it shouldn't have been. And yeah, I had to put my arm to get it. But I decided that I needed this phone because my phone equals money. So I made a decision. I got my phone out. And... Just as little as that decision was, it's he said good things happen when you make a decision. Well, the good thing was I got my phone. So, <laughs> but I, stop looking, you know, stop trying to stop not looking stupid and I'll get what I want. Well, do me one more favor. Explain the sides to him one more time. Okay. I want them to catch that. We have uh, a few words in, in our language with the ending inside genocide, homicide, suicide. Is there another one? There's plenty of them. Okay, well, those three I, I think I can think of off top. And you know those things. Anytime you hear that, that means a death has occurred. So when you decide to do something, you have killed all other thought except the one that you said you were going to do. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. The Latin, I got you, Chantel, decision actually is Latin means to cut off. Grace is absolutely correct.
Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Chantel. It was breaking up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I said was decision is a Latin word that means to cut off. So oh. Grace is absolutely right. But you go ahead. And then I went. Then I went right to you. All right. All right, guys. So we want the tears too. I'm like, um, I I <laughs> I got it. <clears throat> yeah, take your time. Try to convince myself. No, I convince myself. There you go that when I'm not making decisions that I know I need to be making. So when I'm not, I convince myself that me not doing it, I, I find a reason as to why mm. I didn't do it. And, and here's something that I'm, I got to talk about what you said earlier about the harvest. And then I have to say about the take tempest. It, take tempest. as long as you want. So when we're talking about deciding and everything that you decide to do is what you do, is your life. So in times where I'm like, Chantel, maybe you're moving too fast. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe, maybe you just need to relax. Maybe today you need to sleep. <laughs> today, you, today you are tired. So you get sleep, Chantel. Mm. Um, but when you said that planting the harvest and what you plant, what you decide is what you plant. That's right. Is even if, and I just caught this because see, oh, I just caught this because this is because instead of trying to say things like I should sleep and don't try to get that or invest in that because you're moving too fast or something. If, if I decide, if I make the decision to do something that's planning something great in my harvest, that's all I need to do. I'm busy planting things, making decisions off of things. <laughs> I hope I'm saying this clearly, guys, because I'm like... Go ahead, take your time. You're doing okay. Good. Okay. Because I'm like feeling it right now. It's like coming through me as I'm like, you know... So as I'm making these decisions, convincing myself that the decisions I'm making are for me, I'm planting bad things. I'm planting poverty. But if I make the decisions, stop being scared, just make the decisions to plant things that are for me, that's all it is. All I'm doing is planting what is for me. And I didn't, that, Okay, so there we go. Yeah, that's the call. So let me talk about Tempest with, with you. The story about Tempest is hold on, because you're talking about her conquering her fear. The dog had to paralyze the present. Okay, okay, mm. and I know what to expect. Oh, Lord, yeah, and right there, I was like. Because for myself, I like, I'm, I'm okay with doing different things. 
because I know what to expect. Mm. So it's it's crazy because I know that when I'm hopping out of my comfort, when I'm like, oh, Chantel, yeah, go do that. That's something you didn't do before. Say that because that's something you never done. And that works for you because that's who you are. Mm. I've been being comfortable doing stuff that I think was uncomfortable. (laughs) 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 And it's, and it just narrows me down deeper into myself and stop comparing myself to other people because see people, a lot of people get out your comfort, go do things you've never done before. You do that naturally. I'm naturally that that's who I am. And when it comes to, you know, I know what to expect. I'm like, that's what I do. So let me think of what I learned there. Because now that I became re- re- realized of it, now let me think of what I've learned just in this moment of my awareness to that. And let's go back to the book. This was my favorite quote. Because I thought you were going to ask, what's your favorite quote? No, I'm just kidding. What's your favorite um, quote? What's your favorite quote? <laughs> to something to utilize modesty and silence. Talk about it, Chantel. So that you can listen more than you talk because when you're talking too much, you can miss something that you need to learn. You better talk now. Let me tell you something. So with that realization of me realizing that I've been doing things that because I know what to expect, here's something for me that I've learned is when it comes to being silent, <laughs> just listening, that's me getting out of my comfort zone. Wow. And the pain, the pain inside, y'all, y'all, I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but the pain inside, and it's real, it's real. The pain inside of me that I feel when I have to be quiet. Mm. It's like, I, I could feel the fight. Like, Chantel, this is not, you don't have to respond to this. You do not have to talk all the time. Because I'm not listening, I'm missing, or whichever, whatever it is. I don't even want to express that because I don't, it's not for me to know. But in silence, Mm. It's hard, ain't it? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And I'm like, and there's so many people that are like struggling with not being able to use their voice. Mm. You know? And I'm like, that's not my problem. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I say whatever's on my mind. But that's poverty. Yes, it is. That is poverty. Wow. No one will promote you if they don't like you. 
Mm -hmm. Mm. So this has been hitting me. And I think I said it with my other comment is um, I'm always trying to explain why I'm doing what I'm doing. And there I go talking too much. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I can sit here and say, not everything is for people to hear. Not everybody's going to understand. It's not for everybody. It's the 1%. I could do that, but I'm past that right here in this moment. I'm, I'm past that. Because yeah. it's deeper than that. It's simply making the decision to just listen or not respond. Mm. Listen. Now, not respond is powerful. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt that one first. <laughs> I felt that one first. I felt that that yes. But, yeah, not respond is powerful. In fact, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let me see your phone. I'm gonna talk from your phone. You keep going, Chantel. When I, I'm gonna respond to that, not okay. respond. But I'm gonna do it from her phone, so I know I don't break up. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So when um I was listening, modesty. And I had to look that up, that word, and silence. And also just, you know, my experiences for the past, however, I'm like, Chantel, like, just be, just be quiet. And the power, I can, it's like I'm scared. <laughs> and I do this. I have the tendency to do this. I get scared of my power because I can feel I'm the power in making decisions that are good <laughs> the yeah. power in that you feel from making the power you know you will have when you make the right when you make decisions it's good decisions come with good energy good energy always make you feel good and it's also source you which is a different class but also <clears throat> The you that Neil Donald Walsh would say has been, always been here, agreeing with your decision. That's why, you, that's why I feel so powerful. That's when the real you, the, the God you says, now that was a good decision. That's why you feel powerful. It is the confirmation of this was a good seed. Now you're doing what we've been wanting to do since we got downhill. Let me switch real quick. Okay. All right. I got it. I got to go after it. Hold on. Not responding. I'm going to make Brian happy. There's this guy from Nazareth. Um, yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he had a he had a bad habit of not responding. <clears throat> there was this lady, you know, she was minding her own business, minding her own business, and these men come pull her out of her house. It's breaking up. Okay. This is breaking up too. Everything breaking up. Yeah. 
This I man, I mean, they come pull out her house. She ain't got no clothes. They leave the man she was with minding her business. And they say, uh, guy from Nazareth, we should stone her. And the man from Nazareth said, well, you know what? It is what it say, huh? And he, in the words of Chantel, not responded. Somebody missed it. <clears throat> Should he have responded? <clears throat> You'd have different beliefs. But since he not responded, he said, I tell you what I'm going to do, Chantel, I'm going to give you more grace than truth. Tell you what I'm gonna do, James. I'm gonna give you more grace than truth. Jack, I'm gonna give you more grace than truth. What I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna not respond and I'm gonna give you gifts. How many of you are killing gifts because you respond to everything that bothers you? That's another decision. <clears throat> Why you always got to cut off grace for people? <clears throat> why, why does everybody got to know <clears throat> everything that bothers you? Why we can't just sit down, unk, and have a good time? Why y'all always arguing? I'm sorry, that's my family, my bad. I'm sorry, sorry, my family. That's mine. I know y'all don't, y'all have good holiday time. I'm just telling my, but you get it. Not responding is powerful. So good job, Chantel. Not responding is how you actually actively listen. And then when your head starts formulating thoughts, ooh, I'm going to say this when they say, nope, say, be quiet, head. We're not, we're not responding right now. What Chantel has to say is far more than a clever thing I want. What Chantel has to say is far more important than the clever thing I want to say. Mm. They, they, I used to be asked, why ain't you talking? <laughs> they want to get that. a reaction out of me because they thought, because they knew I was different from them. Mm. And they say, why don't you have that addiction? It's like, why? I, I, I just didn't say nothing. They said, they thought, I said, what do you want me to say? <laughs> and it just like, eh. it is, right? It now, <laughs> thank you, Jack. I've purposely mixed together decision and persistence in this chapter. It's two different principles. I purposely mixed it together because we're going to spend two weeks on persistence and I needed to introduce you all persistence. It's my way of sneaking in three weeks. Go ahead, Chantel. Sure. 
what Jack had said, um, I think about just recently, because this I've been feeling this for a minute. So I love these calls. Like, y'all can't be doing this to me, not with these calls. <laughs> anyway, um, when you are c- c- coming from an abundance, when you, you know, we are abundant. So what we have filled the, up inside of us pours out of us, you know, without it being said. So in moments recently, my experience of like really just as I'm having the mental battle, literally, I'm like in it deep, like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut the heck up. And I could feel that with myself. It's cool. But the people around me, you know, they're not really like thinking I'm rude or mm. anything. And I'm not giving that off. You know, because it's coming from a place of love, mm. coming from a place of listening, it's coming from a place of I care, you know, so that feeds off. I've been, I feel that when just recently and I'm like, okay, you know, so yeah, I want to say that with Jack because, you know, I, I haven't experienced that. I don't know that experience is what he said. <laughs> it's like, somebody's like, why aren't you listening? It's like, because I'm always talking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, you are from New York. I mean, come on. This this is what New Yorkers do, okay? Right, right. right. So who wants to read me? Who got a question? Me. But, <laughs> no, no, that's good. No, your questions, your questions bless us. You bring up something. I am going to give the minority report. By that I mean what I'm about to say is like unpopular. <laughs> it's an unpopular opinion is what I mean, okay? That's what I'm going to give to you. Criticism always comes from a bad place. Criticism always comes from a bad place, even if you call it constructive. Very unpopular opinion. Criticism always comes from a bad place, even if you call it constructive. In my experience, which in this case is a fancy word for opinion, in my experience, you need about 14 years relationship with someone to give them constructive criticism. Anything before 14 years is just you on your high horse criticizing no one none of you should be constructively criticizing anyone what you should be doing is influencing people to change constructive criticism is a bunch of bs we use it as our platform to cut people down And I've just made a decision to bring everything back to a decision. I just don't do that. I don't, I'll tell you exactly what it is directly. Talking about harvest. But when it's time for me to talk about you, when it's time for me to talk about you, I'll always influence you to change. I'll tell you, uh, that's poison. Nah, it's poison. Because I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about, look, look, look. We're looking at it, Chantel. Look at this. Look at this. This thing grew out the ground. It's poison. Let's not lie about this, okay? 
oh my God, why I keep planting that? And at that moment, it's when I change. It's not that you, something's wrong with you, right? You get it? Then I start gently influencing you to the place that you need to be. Would you like to know why or how or why and how? Here's how you change people. Well, all of you, if you can see me, I want you to look at, here's the runway, okay? Actually, this side is Japan, and this side is America, okay? Okinawa, Japan, Bronx, New York. I'm taking a flight from Okinawa, Japan, to Bronx, New York. If I start on the ground, Chantel, do I end on the ground, Chantel? The answer is yeah. It's not like a trick question, but no. I was on the ground. I end on the ground. Common sense. Can I, Chantel, get to the Bronx at the same level as the ground? Different question now. Different question. Can I? From Okinawa, Japan, that big old pond in between <laughs> Japan and America, that's a big old pond there. Ocean, but you get it. Can I, from the ground, get to the ground by being at the level of the ground? No. So what must I do? I must fly. Okay, watch this here. Now, can I fly at the ground's level? That's, there's a word for that. It's called crash. Okay, we don't want to do that. People trying to get home for the holidays. Okay, so I can't crash and change people. That's not smart. That's actually antithetical of flying, okay? So now I must fly. Now, Chantel, when I fly, am I higher than the Bronx? Yes. Am I also higher than Okinawa? Yes. Okay, if you're missing it, let me show you. In order to change my, in order for me to change James' destination from Okinawa, Japan, to where he wants to go, the Bronx. Can't crash him there. I've got to go higher to get him there. I'm going somewhere. Keep walking with me. That's what you do to pay back. Okay, I'm going somewhere. Just keep walking with me. I got to go higher than where he started. <laughs> I got to go higher than where he started because I can't be at the same level where he started and go higher. <clears throat> and I got to go higher than where I want him to go. So by the time I get to the Bronx, I let my flight lower myself, lower itself, to where he wanted to go. I'm gonna say it again. This time it's gonna make a little more sense. 
I'm above where I wanted to take them. But then I say, James, this is your captain. We're going to descend to where you want to go. Strap in your seatbelt. Seatbelt lights on. And we'll take you where you want to go. Current temperature in New York is 54 degrees Fahrenheit. And the time, local time is 2.31 p.m. Next time you're flying to Antonio T. Smith Airlines, don't forget to think about us next time. Stewardess, get ready for landing. Again, this has been Captain Antonio T. Smith Jr. We love you, James. You can't play better. You can't dominate. Thank you. All right, it goes out. Because <laughs> I'm always on flights, okay? <laughs> I'm always on flights. So I just got to memorize, okay? And then, and then You need to give the, the joking ones. <laughs> okay, yeah. You need to get with the attendants and do that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take him higher than his understanding to get him where he wanted to go. There's your punchline. In order for me to influence you to change, I got to talk above the level I know that you are. See you as a passenger at the level of awareness I'm giving you and let you catch up with that flight. This is why a mentor will always talk beyond your understanding and expect you to catch up to that flight and then lower you to where you wanted to go, which was your decision the whole time. In order to change someone, you don't correct them to change. You take them higher and let them catch up and then gently drop them off through guidance to where they wanted to go. Poor people will always tell you what to do. Actually, let me say it a different way. Poor people will always think they know what's best for you. Wealthy people will always do what's best for you. Who just learned something? Well, that just blessed my soul. <laughs> That's because he's ready to preach. <laughs> he's, he's got a preacher in a couple of days. He's looking for a sermon right now. He's, just, he's got his sermonic hearing aids on right now, just looking for something. Just <laughs> picking out three points along the way. We're going to write the decision story, Grace Tone. That's it. That is a good story. That is a good story. That is a good story. I want you all to just catch that. I've made a decision to be where I'm at, where I am. Now I've made a decision to take a lot of people to where I am, but now that's in quotation, because not where I am, but where they are in the great I am. I, I hate it. I didn't try to, but this guy, I, I didn't try to. You had no choice. <laughs> it was right there, right there. But in the great sourceness of things, I live exactly the life I want to live. And since I have serving at heart, I help a lot of people. I like what I do. 
I love to teach. I like what I do. And it grieves me that some of you are sitting out there not liking what you do. And you spend 80% of your day not liking what you do. 80% of your week, not, not 87% of your week, not liking what you do. 87% of your month, eventually 80% of your year, not liking what you do. And you're trying to live a 100% life. Trying to live a 100% life when 80% of your day you hate. It's not fair. It's not fair to you. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. This is the last thing I want to say about decision, and I'll give you some closing thoughts. Opinions. on earth opinions are the cheapest commodity on earth comes from the book that's what I want to talk about for the next 47 minutes once you do your little call in thing call in call in I'm sorry for the next 13 next 13 minutes (laughs) I was looking at my clock, say 47. Okay. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, I'm already hungry. Wait a minute now. God, man, it's 10 o'clock over here in New York. You are just tripping. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's for the gracious for the call in for me. And so what, what we do is, let's see, let me call up on, call in. Let me call up on someone. Let's see. Tempest. Unmute thine mic and regale us with some energy for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> uh, I will say I know a lot of us struggle with, well, should I go left? Should I go right? Should I do this? Should I do that? And we stress ourselves to headaches, to migraines, to heart attacks, to strokes. And it doesn't matter what you decide. He didn't say make the right decision. The book says just make a decision. And if you make a decision that's worthy of you, you make the decision that vibrates good in your soul, it is the right decision for you. And you recognize that all that stressing and all that worrying and all that pro and con list didn't matter. He didn't say make the right decision. Napoleon Hill say make a decision. Because once you start traveling down your journey, you will bump into the right decision. You will create the right reality for you. But you can't create sitting in the same spot. Can't create sitting on your behind complaining about life won't get better, but you won't believe in yourself enough to, to move forward. Just a step. It didn't say go run a mile. He said make a decision. That means take one step forward. One step forward can lead you to where you're supposed to go. But you can't do it sitting here. You can't do it complaining. You can't do it sad. You can't do it mad. Just make a decision. It's not, it's, I know it's a big deal. I love me a pro and con list, but it doesn't matter. Just get on your journey and make a step. 
And once you realize you took a step, then take another step. Take it one step at a time. That's not a cliche, although we've turned it into a cliche. Make a decision and move forward. And if you find that the decision you made wasn't worthy of you, make a decision to change the path that you're on. But don't complain, don't cry, don't stress, because that's not doing anything for your journey. That's, that's watching other people travel their journey while you're stuck in the same place. That's watching other people live their life and you're waiting until January 1st for New Year, New Me. No, New Year, get to know who you are by making the, a decision that you are worthy of such. Stop waiting until the right moment. Stop waiting until Monday morning to get it right. Stop waiting until a new month. Stop waiting for a new year. Make a decision now. It is 8.50 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can decide right now that you're about to live the best life ever. Because you may think you may make it until January 1st, but what happens if you don't? You would have died not making a decision. And people will get up at your funeral saying all this great stuff, but you would have died not choosing your life. And I don't want that for me, and I certainly don't want it for you. So whatever it is, what you're stressing about, it doesn't matter. Move forward. And the, the journey will reveal itself to you. The path will light up for you. Someone, I read something <laughs> the other day that I'm looking for the light, but I am the light. So if I step on my journey, the, the way is revealed. But I have to believe in me enough to take the step. Stop stressing, y'all, because it's not worth it. You're going to end up in a hospital with IVs all up in you, and you decided to be there, and that wasn't part of the journey for you. But you made it part of the journey. Stop stressing. Stop crying. Stop holding off until the right moment because there is no right moment. You create the right moment when you move forward. Ladies and gentlemen, I thought I had final thoughts, but the universe said Tempest does. You can plant better. You can. <laughs> Dominate. Thank you all for coming out. We appreciate you. <laughs> no, I don't. You just heard Chantel say not respond. I am not responding after that. <laughs> That's it. Well said, Tempest. Thank y'all. We'll see you. Do me a favor, ladies and gentlemen. I have two books out, okay? Well, they're coming out. Yes, two, two of them. One was written about me. I, I'm so grateful for all of you who co-authored. And another one, four words by Les Brown. Actually, both of them have four words by Les Brown. One is coming out. December 5th, no, December 20th. The other one comes out February 5th. Please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. I am making a bold statement to the world. I am going for Amazon number one and New York Times bestseller. So do me a favor and go and get the pre-sales. Just go on by the Kindle and the print. So we can take, the name of the book is the one that coming out December 20th is Antonio T. Smith Jr. Changed Our Lives. I appreciate all of you. I haven't read it, and I can't wait to, to read it. And the name of the second book is So Happy and Grateful. It's part one of a three-part series, So Happy and Grateful. It is forward written by Les Brown. I, I, and I say some really kind words about him because he's a great guy. 
And it is going to be one of the greatest things of all time. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. All pre-sales go on week one sales. So you can help me get the best seller. I love you. Thank you all for coming out. God bless me. And good night.